Welcome to Progressive Pockets. I go by Gigi, that's short for Genet Gimja. We are gathered here today to talk about feeling like an aligned person. Feeling like the way that we vote and the way that we invest are aligned. Amen? Amen. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm feeling a little bit silly today. But please, if you are new, this is not a religious show in the least bit. You are welcome here. So today I want for you and I to talk about an ETF that I bought a few years ago. It's called NACP. That's the stock ticker. You can look it up while we're talking. And I want to talk about it because I have mixed feelings. NACP, I'm going to include a link so you can read a ton about it. But before we even get into it, I am not a financial advisor. I am not a financial planner. I am not any kind of certified, legally authenticated type of investment advisor of any sort. I make financial decisions for me and my household, and that's it. So what you're not going to hear from me today is any kind of financial investing advice for you, okay? I think we're clear on that. I just want to tell you about this ETF that I came across a few years ago. Its inception date was 2018, and it comes from a nonprofit called Impact Shares. Have you ever heard of them? Impact Shares, their whole thing is trying to help organizations translate their social values into investable products. Their slogan is, money talks. Is your money saying what you want it to say? And they have... I mean, a really small number. They have three different ETFs at the time of this recording. Um, I think as long as I've known about them, they've had no more than three. One of them has the ticker WOMAN. That's W-O-M-N. And in that one, Impact Shares has partnered with the YWCA, and its theme is Women's Empowerment. They have a second one called OWNS. O-W-N-S, that's the ticker. And the theme for that one is affordable housing. And then they have NACP, and the theme is minority empowerment. So that's the one that I have. You can get it on any of the major investing platforms. It's just an ETF. And as such, it is comprised of companies from the Morningstar Minority Empowerment Index. So here's what Morningstar has to say about that index. The Morningstar Minority Empowerment Index is designed to provide exposure to U.S. companies that have embedded strong racial and ethnic diversification policies into their corporate culture and that ensure equal opportunities to employees irrespective of their race or nationality. The index pursues social objectives by selecting companies with high minority empowerment scores, while companies with controversies are deemed ineligible. So what Impact Shares has done, that's the nonprofit, they have created an ETF based on a group of companies that was created with that criteria in mind. And so now we, you and I, as individual investors, don't have to go out there and create this balanced investment portfolio of a bunch of different companies that meet this criteria. Rather, we can just grab this ETF and have this whole index of companies. And so the first positive social impact of this ETF is that 
you know, not only do we get to buy this socially responsible ETF, but Impact Shares is donating any of their net profits back to the NAACP. So it's a double scoop of positive impact. We get to invest according to our values, and the NAACP gets the profit that Impact Shares otherwise would have received. Perfect, right? Well, it's not perfect. (laughs) And to be clear, that is not the goal. Perfection has never been the goal here on Progressive Pockets. We're looking for progress, not perfection. And that's why I did go ahead and buy this ETF. First of all, I wanted to register my interest in this type of a product. You've probably heard me say that phrase before, registering my interest. And that phrase is something that Kyle Purcell said to me at a conference last year. And it perfectly encapsulates this idea of, yes, this product can be improved, but let me vote with my dollars. Let me make it clear. Let the record state that there are people who want to buy something like this. Keep improving it, but know that we want it. So I was comfortable buying the ETF and registering my interest and following what would happen with it over time. Now, the first thing you need to do is brace yourself for the imagery on the website, okay? (laughs) If you heard episode 107 about Dr. King's radical money beliefs, you know how critical he was of capitalism, especially the way that we're doing it here and now. In fact, he was assassinated when he was working on his poor people's campaign. He was organizing workers to fight for their rights. He was an advocate for guaranteed income in our country. Nowadays, we would call that a universal basic income. These are radical ideas. So to see his image on any investing product is, well, it's weird to me at least. Maybe it won't bother you, but I wanted to give you a heads up so you didn't immediately close your browser. So the ETF is designed so that investors can get market returns with a broad set of U.S. large and mid-cap companies. As of the date that I'm sitting here and recording this, the net assets are about $43 million, and there are about 1.2 million shares out there. So it's not big at all. I like how easy the Impact Shares website is to read about this ETF. You can see very clearly at a glance how the ETF has grown since inception, annual returns are at about 13%. That's a lot. And so that is where, you know, you're probably starting to ask, well, what companies make up this fund and how did they even get included? What's the screening criteria? So I took a look at the fact sheet and found the criteria. Here they are. I'm just going to read them out to you. They are looking at board diversity, discrimination policies, diversity programs, freedom of association policies, supplier diversity standards, community development programs, health and safety management programs, conflict minerals programs, media ethics, human rights programs, editorial guidelines, advertising ethics, human capital development, responsible product offerings, responsible marketing policies, human rights policies, gender pay equality programs, gender pay disclosure. 
Impact Share started with the research done by Morningstar and the NAACP Racial Equity Industry Report Cards and built from there. So I like that I can see what the criteria are. So looking at the biggest holdings for this firm, the biggest holding is NVIDIA. And that's uh, about 12%. That's a tech company. There's a lot of tech in here. Um, I also see Apple, Meta, Amazon, Alphabet, Salesforce. I see JP Morgan. And then I see Tesla. And this is where you really have to ask yourself how you feel about this. Tesla has had some very public issues with workers' rights. Black workers have reported barriers to promotion, as well as threats and humiliation. Elon Musk has gone on a bit of an anti-DEI rampage, implying that diversity-oriented hiring programs provide unfair advantages to historically marginalized groups and that they're anti-Semitic. You can't make this stuff up, but here we are. So we've got this NACP ETF and then Tesla's in it. So what do we do? I didn't even get into the climate implications of some of the companies in this holding. I'm going to include a link so you can read, like I did, the rating from Fossil Free Funds, FossilFreeFuelFunds.com. It's not great. So you might come to a different conclusion than I did, and I would love to hear about that. For me, I decided to register my interest and to buy this ETF And now I watch. Even better would be if I actually used my voice as an investor and actually engaged. I can do more. And that brings me to the next thing I looked at, which was Impact Share's corporate engagement. We've talked about activist investing on this show before. There is power in owning a piece of a company. So in reading about corporate engagement, there are a couple of examples that I found interesting. The first one is with American Airlines. American Airlines was boycotted in 2017 by the NAACP for discriminatory behavior. And so I'm going to read for you um, from the Impact Shares website what they say about how they have thought about corporate engagement with American Airlines. American Airlines proactively worked with the NAACP to better understand their goals and expectations. After five years of collaboration, American Airlines had improved their relative score sufficiently within the airline sector such that they were included in the index and NACP fund and are now recognized as a leader in minority empowerment. As of the day that I'm recording, American Airlines is comprising 0.04% of this ETF, so that's a tiny amount, less than a tenth of a percent. There's also some information about corporate engagement with Amazon, if you look at this ETF. Maybe it bothered you to see Amazon is included in this fund, so here's what it says. In 2021, the Alabama State NAACP worked successfully to press for workers to gain the opportunity to vote on unionization. Amazon scored low against our freedom of association policy, social screen, which is aimed at corporate policies permitting or encouraging unionization. In 2022, Amazon workers cast their votes on unionization, a significant shift in company policy. 
This new opportunity to decide on unionization is a result of the direct engagement of the NAACP and continues the important legacy of advocacy on behalf of workers. Amazon comprised just under 4% of this ETF's holding as of right now, this time that I'm recording this. So what they're saying is, we get it. You're mad at Amazon. So were we. They were low on the freedom of association policy criteria that we have, but NAACP worked with them, and then Amazon workers were actually allowed to vote on unionization. So what do you think? The energy is very much, we know they can do better, we engage when we can, and if it looks promising and we see some changes, we'll include them. That's the vibe that I'm getting as I research this ETF. There's another elephant in the room that I want to point out here. At the the top of the episode, I explained the double scoop of positive impact that this ETF is designed to have. First, we get a more socially responsible investment that we can buy. And second, the net profits that impact shares would have gained get donated back to the organization, in this case, the NAACP. Well, it says very clearly on the website and multiple times in their various materials that they have not yet run this fund at a profit yet. So they have not made that donation to the NAACP yet. The same is true for the other ETF that I mentioned that they have, the woman ETF, W-O-M-N, with the YWCA. Um, And then that third ETF that they have, the affordable housing ETF, it's called OWNS, O-W-N-S. That one isn't partnered with a nonprofit like that, so it doesn't have that same arrangement. But yeah, that's something else I think we have to reckon with here. These funds are still small enough that they aren't generating a profit for impact share. Investors are making profits. I'm making a profit. And the fee that I'm paying is low. Um, As of today, when I'm recording this, the expense ratio is less than half a percent. But more investors would have to buy in before this fund can get big enough to run at a profit to impact shares so that the NAACP can actually get a donation. So to recap, here's what we covered today. Uh, First of all, welcome to the world of social impact funds. Sometimes they're just bundles of stocks that relate to a theme, but sometimes, like today, they also promise to donate profits back to the nonprofits that they're partnered with. Uh, The NACP ETF is one of those innovations. It's an ETF that was developed starting with research from Morningstar and the NAACP and built from there. The selection criteria has almost 20 measures designed to include companies with strong racial and ethnic diversity policies that are in place to empower employees of all races and nationalities. Number four, some of the companies in this ETF might not be home runs, but there is some corporate engagement that's happening between the NAACP and these companies. And then finally, donations to the actual nonprofit haven't been made yet because the fund is still relatively small. I am super interested to hear your thoughts on this. So email the show progressivepockets at gmail.com. 
If you have a few more minutes, I want to suggest another episode that you might enjoy. Episode 70, about the legal right to invest according to our values. Believe it or not, the very idea that a fiduciary would be able to consider these types of things like poor working conditions or climate change or racial and gender inequity, the right to take into consideration those types of factors, is actually being fought in the courts. You can learn more about House Joint Resolution 30 if you're interested on that episode number 70. It's short and sweet. No jargon. I think you might like it. You know, I felt encouraged while I was doing the research for this episode. I started off pretty skeptical. I just kept thinking about that quote from Audre Lorde about the reality that we can't use the master's tool to dismantle the master's house. And I still believe that. We can't dismantle all of the harms of capitalism or even most of them using capitalism as a tool. But I do tend to find this work of taking the incremental baby steps inch by inch to to get some progress I do find that to be encouraging. We need huge sweeping overhauls of the systemic oppression that's baked into the fiber of our country. We need that. And while we fight for those things, in the meantime, I do think we should do what we can. We can fight for the huge policy shifts while we take our individual action with our own wallets. Let's end with a quote. This one comes from Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Do your little bit of good where you are. It is those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. Let's talk again soon. <laughs>